Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 43 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about strange things. If you were challenged to a duel, what weapons would you choose? Well, I don't like weapons, so I'm going to say phasers. Phasers? Mm-hmm. Like in Star Trek, phasers. Okay. That's fair enough, I guess. I, I, yeah, it's a silly question, uh, so therefore you can get silly answers. Since you're picking phasers, I'm going to pick wands. <laughs> wands? Yes. W-A-N-D-S? Yes, like Harry Potter wands. Oh, Harry Potter. Okay. So, I know how much you love Harry Potter, so that's why I picked them. Yeah, that's that's my favorite show. I'm going to buy you one of those wands that they're televising for Christmas gifts right now. We, we I commented on that the other day. Somebody was selling those. It was a contest on the Big Bang Theory that you could text in and win them, and you thought it was absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. About the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, but can you imagine being a little kid and doing it? I mean, you wave your wand around and then something happens on the TV. You you can't think as a bitter old 60-some-year-old white male. You have to think of him as, <laughs> as being a 10-year-old little kid. So maybe I'll, I'll change my opinion. that This is a an electronic device that senses when you do things and it Projects something on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that sound that makes a little bit more sense. It, it seemed to me like it was just <laughs> like a stick. A, a stick, yeah. <laughs> no, just a stick. <laughs> I figured that's what you thought it was. No, it actually, from what I understand, you can wave it around a certain way, and there's a sensor, some sort of electronic, and then it picks up and then does something like it casts it onto the TV. And uh, I suppose we're in. In, in a place in technology where they could put a accelerometer in there and detect when you move it and make different sounds. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. And I mean, see, that's, that's what it's for. It's for little kids. It's not, like I said, some bitter <laughs> white old man. <laughs> what movie villain do you really feel for? I've already stated this in the podcast before. You uh, have? I don't remember. Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Okay, I guess I can see that. It's just he he did everything he could to save the love of his life, and it ultimately led him down the wrong path. So, I mean, and then he did some terrible things after that. That's why I always say it's Anakin Skywalker before he became Darth Vader. I just feel bad for the guy. How about you? There is a version of Dracula, and it seemed to me it the, the name of the movie was in the Romanian version rather than, than Dracula as we say it, so I can't pronounce it. But there was a, a movie sort of where Dracula came from, and, it, and he ended up the way he did because he loved a woman so much. I, I don't really remember all the details, but 
it seemed to me like a very different way of presenting Dracula. Mm. So they kind of romanticized it. Uh, yeah. One thing I've always liked about Star Trek is that all of the the villains, um, you know, they weren't mustache twirling villains who were just evil for the sake of evil. Um, all of them always had a good motivation. You know, somebody mm. did them wrong or something like that. But Dracula, until that movie came out, Dracula was just oh. you know, a blood-sucking vampire. How do they explain William Shatner just as William Shatner then? Because he, he's just an evil human being, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is the most interesting thing you could do with 400 pounds of cheddar cheese? Remember, keep it G-rated. Every once in a while, there's a question like this. And I don't, I, I don't remember where they all come from. I just find them on the internet. And I go, that has got to be the stupidest question I've ever heard of. And here we go again. So what would you do with 400 pounds of cheese? I don't know. Maybe trap a really huge mouse? I'd say I had 400, gift, I had 400 gifts to give out. <laughs> You're going to re-gift the cheese. That or make a monster, like a huge statue of some sort, or sculptor. sculptor. Yeah. That would eventually rot. It would smell oh, very, very uh, bad for a long time. But, you know, if you, okay, if you had 400 pounds of cheese, you'd probably have a room to keep it in. Be it's a like, big room, too. Well, it's kind of like, the, what is it, the, the, at the State Fair, they have the sculpture made of butter. Yeah. As I recall, those sculptures aren't solid butter. They they have some kind of a maquette inside. And, it's still and disgusting. Because butter just isn't sturdy enough, you know, to make. So instead of being a sculpture, it would just be like a big pile of butter. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I also read somewhere that those butter sculptures, they... Reuse the same butter year after year. Oh, after that's year. so gross. <laughs> God. Well, it's kept in, you know, it's, it's frozen or whatever. It's just still gr gross, though. I mean, it's just, it's, oh, oh no. Mm. That whole idea. You're, you're not a fan of butter anyway. No, I like butter, but I don't want to handle it and mold it. And, I mean, it's fat. It's lard. It's, oh, no, mm -mm, no. What did you think you were good at, but are actually bad at? Well, I know I'm terrible at it, but singing. But I'll sing. The... So you think you're good at it? No, no, I know I'm terrible at it. Then you're you're not answering the question right. Okay, let's think, rethink this. Then I don't know. That's that's. I already so had my answer. Just, just tell me something that you're really good at, and I'll tell you that you're actually bad at it. No, because I don't want to have my hearing my feelings hurt. <laughs> No, how about you answer the question now? So um, I can scoff. <laughs> um, fiction writing, uh, science fiction writing. Hmm. As a teenager, I wanted to be a science fiction writer, and I'm not good at it enough that I could employ myself with it like Stephen King. I always compare myself to Stephen King in that way. I, I could probably do it, but I would not be able to make a living at it. Okay, that still doesn't mean you're bad at it, though. Mm, I suppose. I mean, there's a lot of starving writers out there. 
Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't want to have my feelings hurt. <laughs> so, what in the trailer automatically makes you assume a movie will be horrible? When it's a comedy movie and they actually tell jokes in the trailer. You took my answer. I, I assume that it's going to be bad because in the past, whenever I've seen a trailer for a comedy movie and the trailer looks good because they're telling the jokes, I find out that when you actually watch the movie, all the jokes were in the trailer. That was going to be my answer. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because it's true, though. They name I mean, you can't name one comedy that was pretty good. That had a, I don't know. I, well, in any way nowadays, there's not very many good comedies out there. Well, I, I remember vividly. Uh, there was a movie... I think it was called Coming At You. It was a 3D movie when 3D was not very good. And it was a comedy. It was a Western. And they had, in the trailer, they had these various jokes. And every one of those was, was in the movie. And those were really the only funny scenes that movie had. Mm. It, it was just terrible. Yeah. Well, it seems, like I said, there doesn't seem to be very many funny comedies out anymore i guess it's it's hard to be funny for an hour and a half anymore so but i haven't yeah i can tell you the last time i saw a good comedy hmm, me either what game do you wish you could act out in real life what game probably probably one of my role-playing games like skyrim or something like that where there's dragons and different things and go around and you have to Build your character and, you know, collect money and just go on different quests. Because, you know, it's completely ridiculous. So, but it'd be kind of fun. How about you? Since you play so many games. Shoots and ladders. Oh, you're talking board games. <laughs> I'm not serious. There, there, <laughs> I was like, wow. There's no, no game that I would want to play in real life. I don't even want to play the games. Well, you did play one game. Is it Scrooge McDuck or something like that? The only game I can think of that I played more than once, because I thought it was a little entertaining, was a video game called Lemmings, which had a bunch of little creatures that would march, and you you would have to do things to block their way so they would have to march in another direction or whatever so that... They could like climb over each other and and get to the goal. It, it was sort of a strategy game, but it had lots of action. I don't know. I probably played it five or six times, hmm. which is a lot for me. Yeah, you have absolutely no interest in them whatsoever. I always feel like a a video game is just a waste of a computer. That's just the way I am. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are you really happy about being terrible at? Mm -hmm. oh, um, same, same answer. Both questions. Games. I, I, I'm not any good at them, and I don't enjoy them. My Maybe one comes from the other. See, I'm really terrible at singing, but I'm happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I do enjoy singing, so it's. I know I'm terrible at it. So, 
I don't really listen to myself, so with the only person who really can complain are the cats and you, so. But I think I turned the music up loud enough where you don't actually hear me singing, so. <laughs> Probably not. I don't recall ever thinking to myself, I wish he would stop singing. Yeah. Well, you love me, so. Part, part of the part of the terms, I guess. Yeah. What would be the funnest thing to fill a piñata with? <laughs> I just had this terrible, really, really terrible thought about this. It's just picturing all these kids climbing around a piñata, and it's a terrible joke. It filled it with live snakes. <laughs> um, so I, I'll just interject here. That my answer is bees. Bees, yeah. So you're just as evil as I am. But, yeah, that's that's terrible. But it just, man, just to look. The bees would be mean because you couldn't get away. The, the snakes, you could at least get away. But you know how many traumatized children you would have for the rest of your life around you? I mean, it's terrible to say, but it, that would be a comedy I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. Okay, let's go back to the... What is the most pleasant-sounding name for either a boy or a girl? Ambrosia. You even said it all soothing and calming, too. Ambrosia. <laughs> I guess I did. How about you? My niece and nephew's names. That's easy. I think that's cheating. That's not cheating. It's pleasant to me. Pleasant to you. Yeah. So okay. I'm not going to re-say their names here, but no, that's, that's my niece and nephew's names, so... What is the most nightmarish creature you can imagine? A ginormous spider. Like like what's in Lord of the Rings. Hmm. But just, yeah. I can't handle one that's the size of a freaking penny. Let alone if one was enormous. No. All those eyes, legs. No. Absolutely not. How about, what do you think? Well, you're not fond of snakes either. Yeah, I remember one time pointing out a, a snake was in a tree, and you walked way around the tree. There's no, I'm very safe. I'm a very safe person. You didn't know if the snake could jump at me. I don't know. <laughs> I found it fascinating. Yeah, uh, they they belong behind glass walls and stuff like that. I think the most terrifying creature <laughs> would be a politician. That's good. That's a really good question. They're answering me. Because they, they really do have the power to affect me. Yeah. I, I, but there's good politicians, too. Tell that, to, tell that to Jim the next time you see him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'd be happy about that. <laughs> what is the most interesting game concept you can come up with? Yeah, it's the lame, lame answer. It would definitely just... Be one of the games that I play an RPG. I just am fascinated by them. I don't know because no, just, no. You have to come up with a game. That's I have no idea. That would I'd probably just do a different spin on it, where you wouldn't have to grind so much in it. But what would be your answer? Mm, Zen. Zen. Uh huh. Where where you just do nothing but meditate? Okay, that's a good answer for you. I don't know if you'd sell many games. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, I, I would not be a good game maker programmer. Hmm. 
If the police raided your house right now, what is the most incriminating thing they would find? Porn. Yeah. Same here. But we lived together, so obviously. Hmm. Mm, I think that was the main reason for me setting up a Plex server so I could easily watch porn. Mm -hmm. So you have the same answer? Yeah, same answer. Okay. What actor played their character so well you can't watch them in any other show or movie without seeing that character? This is a kind of cheating answer for me, but it, it's true. Um, it'd be Heath Ledger, the Joker. But he died shortly after, so I mean, but he that he played that role so well, where there's no one out there who's ever going to be able to do it as well as he did it, and you really believed. I mean, I know it's a fictional character and it's a cartoon character. You really believe that he was like that from that movie. So, but it is kind of cheating. How about you? I think you're going to know my answer. No, go on. No idea. Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Yeah. Spock. He he was in a few other movies. Uh, the Leonard Nimoy has been in other movies and shows. And when I see him in those other roles, I all I can see is Mr. Spock. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got typecasted in that pretty much too. I mean, ever since he did that role, he, he couldn't get away from it either, could he? Well, I don't know. He did... Uh, uh, in Search Of. He was the host of In Search Of. You, you've probably never heard of no, that. No, no idea. It doesn't ring any bells. It was where they did shows about ghosts and UFOs and monsters and things like that. Hmm. But whenever I saw him, in, I always thought <laughs> it was Mr. Spock doing the hosting instead of him. Yeah. So I, I that's just one that I'll never... Like I, I could never. Their their character was so strong, and you just couldn't get away from it. What is the most fun thing that someone could have in their backyard? Um, maybe a trampoline. I don't. I don't know that I would buy one. I'm, I'd say bounce house. Hmm. Kind of the same answer. Yeah, but like a bounce house that you can't fall out of. Hmm. And hurt yourself. Yeah. So it just reminds me of the Big Bang. Theory episode when Raj and Howard got into an argument in the bounce house and they started pushing each other and they one of them fall back and bounce right back up. I'm so mad at you. You need they yeah, push each other back and forth. So, but yeah, I mean, everyone has pools. People have you know bounce house would be fun. Interesting. See, I put hmm. some thought into that question. Hmm. If you had to break one world record in order to receive one million dollars. What world record would you try to break? I don't know of any world records. Like, can I just pick something? I'd pick something silly out of the Guinness Book of World Records. What would you try to do? I would try to find the easiest one that I could possibly yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I would say, yeah. So, um, I would say... I would pick something like cup flipping or something. I, something easy. I, I would say being bare. Being bear. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, there you go. Silly, silly question. Okay. What is your favorite joke right now? Do you know why I never, ever invite mimes to come to our house? No. Because 
every time they do, they do unspeakable things. Oh, God. That was terrible. I'll tell you, that was a terrible, terrible one. <laughs> you get the reaction you wanted. <laughs> yes, you did. All right. We hope you've enjoyed episode 43 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.